It's like masturbate. How about we get Smith, yeah, Smith debaters? <laughs> I like it. Hey. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Commander Smiths know how to party. Commander Smiths <laughs> know how to party. In the Twin Cities, cities of magic. We keep it rockin', and we keep it rockin'. Now let me welcome everybody to Commander Smith's, a podcast that is untouchable like progenesis. Progenitus. Dang, I almost had it. You know how many times I, like I practice that word? I was like, progenitus, progenitus, just say it. Well, yeah, that's definitely uh, Tupac featuring Dr. Dre with California Love. Yep, there I'll, we go. That song uh, was probably the first one I was able to listen to. That had, like, the explicit lyrics yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Girl, that's, you know, I was, like, fifth or sixth grade. <laughs> That was gangsta. Good job, Larry. You got it. That was yeah, a good yeah. one. <laughs> uh, welcome to Commander Smith. Uh, uh, me, you. No, I you, think me, it's you. Me, you. Uh, Adam Smith. I'm Lowry Smith. Cousins. Did it right away that time. There yeah, was no, no delay. Confident. I like it. No delay at all. Uh, this is episode number 12. 12. Yeah. We're moving. Moving along. Not moving. We're not moving. No, we're not. not. <laughs> moving to a new, brand new time. Moving. <laughs> Tuesday morning. We have this uh, our Sunday podcast. This has kind of been our regular now. What we're five? Yeah, this is going to be the fifth week. Fifth on, week doing it on a Sunday night. Uh, so you probably get it Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, it depends then, on how fast yeah. we get this one edited. All you, all you great people listening out there, uh, you can find us on Twitter uh, at Commander Smiths, and you can find us at or no, you can find you, us on email if you, you want. You can find us on email, <laughs> but we'd prefer you to just send us something at Commander Smiths at Gmail. Please send us something, just no. anything, just like yeah. maybe hi or no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you, Adam. You know, no, it's funny because I see you're typing or what you're going to talk about, and I see the email like, oh, we got any? Oh, it's Larry. <laughs> <laughs> uh and you can also find our youtube channel uh we had dueling boxes that we last week talked about last week opened as well. up dominaria yep. and uh, um I, I guess we can kind of spoil that now that it's been a I week. The if one you that... haven't listened to it yet, go and watch it. And <laughs> Stop this podcast amazing... now and yeah. go listen to it. But now. since you've downloaded this one, you'll eventually finish it, so that's perfect as well. Yeah, um, so I ended up getting Karn in that box. Yeah, and that is what dominated me. Yeah, actually, it was pretty much the difference because they had we had the tracker at the bottom, uh, and it was pretty much what forty dollar difference, fifty yeah, forty forty fifty dollar difference, and, and that's pretty much Karn right there. Yeah, <laughs> and Karn is awesome. I didn't get uh, a single planeswalker. I was kind of hoping for Tefiri the most. Yeah, uh, and Tefiri that would have been really close there because yeah, Tefiri jumped been, yeah. after last weekend and everything. But instead, I got less mythics than you, cheaper mythics than you. <laughs> And any cool foils I got, you I got, got as it well. too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was well, like, but you ended up. What, we spent eighty bucks on the box, or some eighty-two bucks, and you ended up ninety. So you ended up ten dollars more at that point. But yeah. again, every Cards time you and, open up a box, yeah. the the value is going to drop out after about four to six weeks and cards are going to figure it out going to get figured out a little bit and did uh did mark tell you what he he did um uh a draft did he tell you what oh, he no. pulled out of it Mm-mm. a foil brea are you kidding me <laughs> wait brea the the angel oh lyra lyra dang it there we go oh, there we go lyra yeah That's so he has a regular regular lyra and a foil lyra and a foil son of a <laughs> yeah i was like you 
bastard. He, he almost beat my box. <laughs> I know, just with that. <laughs> oh, man. Disappointing, uh, again. Uh, he has some lucky pack pulls there. It's pretty crazy. He's a lucky man. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, this, this week's episode, yeah, this week's episode, we are actually doing a commander spotlight. Kind of. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk of. about, well, we uh, talked about this. Mildrotha. This is the one that I'm going to play against Slimefoot next week, a little bit against Adam. Uh, and so I got my deck together. I'd like to talk about it a little bit cause, uh, I don't know how different it is from other everybody else's build, but um, I just want to sit down and talk about, uh, the things that I kind of came up with, with trying to make things efficient while playing with the deck yeah and this uh commander i believe is the most popular commander out of the set uh, i can see Slimefoot being super popular it is too. but you know this is the mythic it's the one that everybody's going for yeah. Slimefoot's really easy to get um uh, it sounds like from stuff other podcasts we're talking about it that i think this was the number one Moldrata. Okay. and then i believe Slimefoot was two or three so it's in the top three yeah i can believe that um but yeah, so this this will be exciting. I've watched some videos on that one playing, and I'm very interested to see what you did with your deck. So, yeah. uh, but that's uh, segment one, and then we're also going to go into a controversial topic. I don't know if it's controversial <laughs> around everybody <laughs> between it was with us. us. Yeah, <laughs> kind and of. So uh, we didn't even come up with a name for this segment. It's just but, we're going to talk about infect. We can Commander Smith debate. <laughs> That doesn't really ring. No, right. it doesn't. It's no alliteration, nothing with that. Nah, it's uh, Smith debate. Yeah, Smith. It's like Master Smith, How about we Smith, get, debate? Yeah, Smith debaters? <laughs> I like it. Hey, oh, that's awful. Smith debaters. Yeah, I like it. And then we will Are you finish Smith debating after the Smith debaters. We're gonna finish off the show <laughs> with Smith specs. <laughs> the show enjoyed it. That's gross. All right. Yeah, so Smith Specs, we got the three segments. So we'll do uh, Lowry's uh, Spotlight on Mildratha, followed by our Infection Discussion, Masturbate. I mean, sorry. No, Smith Debaters. Smith Debating. <laughs> and then we'll spit... Vin- is Words Commander, are not coming Is Commander well. Baiters better? <laughs> Smith Baiters. Smith Baiters. <laughs> so, Lowry, why don't you start us off with uh, Mildratha okay. here? Uh, Mildratha, the Grave Tide. It's... Uh, Three colorless, black, green, and blue. Uh, Legendary elemental avatar, 6-6. And the cool part is, during each of your turns, your turn, you may play up to one permanent card of each permanent type from your graveyard. If a card has multiple permanent types, choose one as you play it. So I'm just guessing, I'm going on a limb here, you pretty much have all permanents in this deck. Yeah, I don't have a ton of spells. (laughs) I'll I'll admit that one. Uh, I want... Some spells that are going to be able to, um, just really good removal. Like yeah. Maelstrom Pulse is going to be in there. I'm not going to talk about that necessarily, um, but but for not the most part, everything is a permanent because I want to have the recursion, and that's where because basically, if you fill your graveyard, that's like drawing cards. So I'm interested. So just. Uh, describe the deck. Uh, is this more of a deck that you're playing your stuff and then you don't care if it dies or you're sacking it to die? Or are you doing more of the dredge style where you're putting your stuff into the graveyard? Or what's the kind of the idea of the deck um, so in general? The way I went was more of a value-based where I, I want to be able to play permanents that can sacrifice themselves that I can later I like recur that, with Muldratha or various other ones. I tend to play... Um, with the theme of Meldratha, but understanding he's a huge target. And so 
you need those other recursion abilities in the deck because Muldrath is probably not going to hang around. Yeah. And if, if you don't have him as your value, the deck can really fall flat. And so in my mind, and we'll get into that, but you want other ways of bringing stuff back from your graveyard. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And do you have, well, I guess we'll get into it and say, but do you have protection stuff for her? Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely, you know, I I always try and have some protection in a deck. And those are those are just pretty simple and easy. Uh, you know, Swiftfoot Boots, Lightning, Lightning Greaves. Greaves. Um, one, one thing that I did find uh, that's really nice with uh, Meldrotha is that, you know, you can bring back enchantments. Mm-hmm. So auras aren't as bad. Okay. They, they're not necessarily bad, but... Um, you can always get two for one, but with Mildrotha, you can bring them back and you can still have the effect. Nice. So, um, not to put it on the spot, like, what? how do you want to handle this? Do you, how do you want to start the breakdown of Mildrotha? Do you want to start with your land? Well, I mean, we can we can go a little bit with uh, the protection. Okay, yeah. I was just um, throwing it out there, so I didn't really... Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, crap, I put him on the spot. So, I think so the, he has the cards here, so he's kind, the, we're kind the, of going through it as... Or, I, I would as, say these two are probably the more kind of unique cards. Okay, so we have Monastery Siege, which is uh, two colorless and one blue, and it's an enchantment. Uh, as it enters the battlefield, choose cons or dragons... Cons gives you at the beginning of your draw step, draw an additional card, then discard a card. If you choose dragons, spells your opponent's cast that target a permanent or or permanent you control cost two more to cast. That's and, freaking awesome. And now see, I like this. And it's foil. Ooh, <laughs> shiny. So, uh, but the nice thing is, is that has double duty. If you have enough protection down for Meldrotha or other permanents like yep. Swiftwood Boots or Spellskite, this can turn into another draw spell that would put cards into your graveyard as well. Plus, it's a permanent, so this sucker's it, coming back if, if you get it yeah, killed. Yeah, if somebody destroys it, you can bring it back. But And I've always liked uh, Monastery Siege just being able to turn all of your creatures. Or is it permanents? Uh, it is spells your opponent's cast, a, a, a permanent. Yeah, so permanent. It turns all of your target permanents. You or, target yeah. you or a permanent It turns control. everything that you control into a Frost Titan. Yeah, much. that's exactly what I was going to say. Frost Titan is the, the starter of that. Um, and then the other one is Diplomatic Immunity, which is one colorless and blue. Uh, this is an enchant creature, so this is going right on Muldratha. Enchanted creature can't be the target of spells or abilities. And diplomatic diplomatic immunity can't be the target of spells or abilities. So basically, it's um, shroud, shroud, double yeah. shroud, it shroud, shroud on the on creature the and shroud on yeah. it. Yeah. And so the only way you can really end up getting rid of it is uh, through like a wrath effect, which is going to happen. But yeah. the nice thing is, again, you play Meldratha. And then you can play this right from your graveyard right away to protect it again. And the nice thing is, like sometimes when you give your stuff shroud, it can backfire because you're like, ah, oh, crap! I can't target my stuff. I can't make mm-hmm. a big. But Muldratha, you never really want to target her. Well, her? He? You think? It, I mean, it's a elemental. Why are you always trying to put just a gender? Just because I, I don't. I don't want to go it. I just want to know he, she. <laughs> We can uh, elemental we can, avatar. Yep. I, I believe damn avatars. <laughs> I believe there's like no gender penises, neutral no vaginas. They just, turns now. Yeah. Are you trying to see if it has its lady bits or man bits? No, there's like a cloud underneath its whatever's. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. Is that boobs? Um, but with Maldratha, and you put that on there, you don't even need to do anything with them anymore. You know, it just sits there, and yeah. it doesn't matter if it's shroud. You know, a great you value don't need to target engine it anymore. And the 
Yeah, it's the just focus good. of Maldratha is to just get it out and have it survive. Then you blast with everything else, which is what you're doing here. Yeah, and one one way to get around that as well um, that I haven't seen a lot of people talk about is just like being able to untap your lands when you first play Mildrotha. Yeah. So like, uh, and then these two cards. There's another one I can't quite remember offhand. I don't. I'm not sure if I have one or not. Well, um, so uh, Bear Umbra is actually one that was on the cutting. Cutting floor, cut, cutting room floor. I yeah, don't know how you want to say. Cutting room floor. Yep. We had uh, this was part of our green core cards for commander. Green. Yeah. <laughs> this one we had a debate of this one, and we both had to cut one off of our list, and he cut this from his. It is a very good card, but it's two green or two green and two colorless enchant aura, uh, enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets two plus two, and then has whenever this creature attacks, untap all lands you control. So it doesn't have to do damage; it just needs just to, have attack. to attack. And then it has totem armor, which means when that creature takes lethal damage, everything but exile, uh, sacrifice you sacrifice the umbra. the umbra, and then your creature stays alive. Yeah. So, and then the other effect that I have in there is sort of feast and famine. Yeah, and that kind of does the same thing, except for when it attacks and you hit somebody. Then uh, it does whenever an equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, that player discards a card, and you untap all your lands you control. And this is equipment. It's three uh, colors to come out, two to equip. It also gives your creature two plus two protection from black and green, which is protection from slime foot. Uh, <laughs> so uh, also, no, this needs to be banned, uh, Lowry. This is illegal. You don't. This is so, a copy. This is not the real card. But Lowry. The, but the thought here is is that when you play Mildrotha, you've just tapped six. You've probably pretty much tapped out, and you're not going to be able to bring too much back from your graveyard that turn. But if you have one of these out and you're able to untap your lands, mm -hmm. then you're able to get that value out right away. So yeah. somebody would have to have the instant, instant speed removal to take care of it. Um, and so that's kind of the idea behind it. And when I've like play tested with it, 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 it is really good uh, to be able to Muldratha, untap your lands, and play as many spells from your graveyard as possible. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Uh, so then going with that theme with your land, do you have more land stuff or is that pretty much the, uh, I, I thought I saw a Ramanap in there. So yeah, um, with the lands and that's pretty much the most important part of this oh, okay. deck, you want to be able to have a ton of lands. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what I'm doing is I'm running about, uh, I want to say like 12 or 14 lands that can go into the graveyard. Okay. Uh, because you can play a land. So you're when, saying like with your fetch lands and all that kind yeah. of thing with evolving wilds. Yeah, and there's there's a bunch. Um, I can just like myriad landscape, ash barons will cycle into your graveyard. Uh, wasteland is uh -huh. a good way to deal with stuff. Uh, ruin, what? What is it? A good way to deal with what? Deal with uh, gaze, gaze cradle. cradle? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yes. <laughs> I think you missed an episode a while back. <laughs> no, I that's did. Right. I know. That's, I got to get it in. Ding. <laughs> that's uh, and then Ruin Burial. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I got ten, ten nice. lands that can go easily into the graveyard. Um, and so with that, you want to make sure that you can bring them back. And then so I you're have... pulling with Crucible Worlds is one. Uh, and yep. then hand in hand with that is Remnant Excavator. I, we've talked about both of these cards before, but Remnant Excavator is two and one green. Um, you may play lands from your graveyard. It's a two three. Crucible Worlds does the same thing, but it's an artifact. Three to come out. And then he has Life from the Loam, which is one colorless and one green. Sorcery, return up to three land cards from your graveyard to your hand and has Dredge three, which means you can 
when you're going to draw your first card or draw a card, you can put the top three. three cards into your graveyard, and then it goes back to your hand. Yep. And so, and that's those are ways to get lands back from your graveyard, along yeah. with Muldrotha. It has that effect as well. So that's um, kind of nice because then if Muldrotha is not actually out like if it's been killed too many times you still have those to be able to bring still, stuff back exactly exactly so it's still working with the theme of coming from your graveyard and everything and then also uh these three right okay here. so then he has his extra land drops so we have exploration which is a one green enchantment you may play an additional land on each of your turns um then you have azusa lost but seeking that was uh in the masters 25 just recently reprinted uh, she's two and one legendary human monk. Uh, you may play an additional two lands, isn't it? Two lands. Yeah. Was, okay. There we go. Two lands on each of your turns. And then what we talked about last episode, Oracle Moldiah, three and one green. You play, you may play an additional land on each of your turns. And then you also play with the top card of your library revealed. And you can play lands from the top of your library. Exactly. So, yeah. And so those allowing you to be able to play extra fetch lands from your graveyard and just kind of cycle through your deck so you can consistently hit like two three land drops in a turn mm -hmm. along with the uh, graveyard recursion with the lands and then some of the cards that uh are are able to just kind of mill your deck a little bit and or have the fetches that have the lands there so that i think that's really important for the ramp package with this mm -hmm. yeah because you definitely why, need it because <clears throat> yeah and they're all permanents, again, other than Life from the Loam, but Life from the Loam is a recur recurrable spell on its own. With all that, how do you, do you have, I, I don't know how you want to go with this, but do you have your, what do you do to control the board a little bit? Um, um, do you have some things that work with that? With What I would go with um, for that is uh, a lot of the permanents that I have tend to like sacrifice to themselves okay um so some of my removal packet or like um pernicious d pernicious okay pernicious. so that, it's uh, an enchantment one black and green oh i like this card actually yeah uh tap x sacrifice it destroy each artifact creature and enchantment with converted mana cost x or less so yeah this is pretty crazy because you can just kill itself you know and then you bring it back from the graveyard when you have Muldratha back out yeah it's pretty, yeah and just able to yeah. kill all of slimefoot's tokens super easy why do you keep saying slimefoot <laughs> i thought when we were texting back and forth that you weren't going to focus on i'm pretty slimefoot. sure this is a perfect card in that deck <laughs> yeah, but i'm just saying it's going to be really easy for slimefoot this is stupid all right i, I i'm glad that my deck isn't completely finished yet, <laughs> and then so. a, a similar <laughs> one that's going to help me out a ton is <laughs> ratchet bomb of course yes <laughs> you're such a douche canoe <laughs> Two colorless, put a charge counter on Ratchet Bomb, sacrifice it, destroy each non-land permanent with converter mana cost equal to the number of charge counters on Ratchet Bomb. Well, somehow I'm going to make my Sapperling tokens have one casting cost. I don't know no, how you're going to do, do it. great with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, and then one more removal but package. You know, the, the thing about that is you actually may be helping me by doing that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's and that is that's part of what I have to figure out with the, my final touches with um, Slimefoot is um I need something that I can board wipe myself. 
um and everybody else at the same time but then also that does the damage and everything so i don't want to i don't want to get into that but i, I you do have what? some bounce in here right okay. now as well but that's a, a different section so i also have like you know artifact and enchantment removal with caustic caterpillar thrashing brontodon and seal of primordial which are uh, two creatures and an enchantment you want a varying amount of permanence in this deck so that you can get maximum value per turn mm-hmm. out of Maldratha. Um, but that'll take care of a lot of the artifacts and enchantments. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, because then these are cheap costing ones, too, to keep coming back into play, too. Yeah. yeah very nice. And then a then, yeah. recurrable fog. <laughs> yeah. So you hate my constant miss, but you're going to play a recurring fog with Spore Frog. You I'm know, pretty I sure guess... I never said I wasn't a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so Spore Frog is just one green, and it's a 1-1, one, one, and you can sacrifice it to prevent all combat damage that we've de- dealt this turn. So I guess the one saving grace with that is that Muldratha only works with on your turn. It would be so freaking crazy if it was on the well, on everybody yeah, else's yeah. turn. You're well, like, you'd still have to like have something that gave your cards flash because yeah. you still have to do the timing uh, issues. And I decided only to put one card like this that has this effect but flashbag marauder uh it's a three one for a two colorless and a black when it enters the battlefield each player sacrifices a creature now there's two other cards that uh creatures that do a very similar effect to that mm-hmm. um i decided only to put one in just because i want a varying amount of ability to deal with multiple threats yeah and these tend to be a lot better for um bit like not token decks more of like your power exactly one to but three, you, you, four creature deck. You still want the ability to get rid of indestructible yeah. or, um, you know, the uh, Voltroning commanders. Yeah. Being able to get to those is still pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. And uh, then you have some. There, there are car, there are artifacts out there that can get rid of graveyards, and you can add those in. There's multiple of them, so yeah. go find them yourself. <laughs> It was almost kind of you just said go fuck yourself. I didn't say so that. Pretty much that started with an F. Let's figure it out. Go f- find it yourself. <laughs> so uh, one fun card that I kind of like. Yeah, this was on the cutting room floor from our green stuff too. Um, yeah. Pattern rebirth. I'm um, glad you got this in there. Three and one green enchant creature. When enchant creature dies, you get to go search for a creature and put it into play. So sacking your own stuff is pretty awesome and then putting it back on that's pretty cool because then you're going to be putting on a creature sack it not only are you it's in your graveyard or whatever but you get to go search for another creature so that's that works really well with this i dig it can you dig it now did you go with defense of the heart in there too i did not um i cut that uh because I felt like it was geared too too much towards Slimefoot, <laughs> so I did I did cut cards that I felt like were too good against Slimefoot oh, as well. You, Lowry. Yeah, I'm trying to balance it out. <laughs> I'm surprised Me- you didn't make like a sideboard for like <laughs> the cards that aren't going to be against Slimefoot when you normally have it, and then your Slimefoot hate deck. <laughs> no, um, I have decided we're not playing each other. <laughs> no, that's all right. We can just talk it out. Yeah. No, my you'll... deck would kick your ass here. My deck. <laughs> Totally would win. Um, so one disappointing thing, uh, before I was able to buy uh, some of the cards, um, my spec from last week was River Kelpie. Yep. And, and that went I up. Was, yeah, I was going to buy it, 
And then when I looked like last Tuesday, it was up to ten dollars. Yeah, after I oh no, you did it before probably, but uh, it was like that day. And I was was like, like, Larry, your spec went way up, but it already it had already spiked, you know. And then it went on a second spike. I was like, Larry, it went on a second spike. Way to go! You're like, I didn't buy it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you got that inflection from my text. (laughs) (laughs) So. But um, good spec, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, um, when you do the spec, you should have the card. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No. It's one one card that I use to replace that idea would be Secrets of the Dead. Uh, it's an enchantment, uh, two colorless with a blue. Whenever you cast a spell from your graveyard, draw a card. Okay. Um. So yeah. very similar. But oh yeah, just you, an enchantment. you mentioned that to me off, um, off air, not on podcast. Yeah. So it's probably better to have both River Kelpie and... Uh, but that's much cheaper. Secrets Can I see of the it, Dead. Actually? Yeah, Secrets yeah, of the Dead is 25 cents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked up foils um, of these guys. That, yeah. I like that card a lot. And the foils, actually, when I checked, were sold out. So Oh, really? Yeah, they oh. might do something here. Those are in my, like, box way in the back. I actually don't <laughs> even know where I have those foils sitting. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a good replacement for that. So, um, what's your what's your game winner? Uh, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> well, I, I, I see an Emmercool stared at me. Luckily, it's not the banned one, kind of, but you have an Emmercool. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go there yet. You don't. Okay. I don't, don't want to go there. yet. I didn't say Emmercool. Um, what kind of? So, th- I said that there are going to be other recursion factors um, in the deck that you want to have build. Um, so, I mean, a lot of people are going to have F- having Ghoul Lich. Uh, Eternal Witness was the most played green card. Um, some. But some kind of cool ones that you could be doing I, are the auras again. Dance, Dance of the Dead is one and one black enchant dead creature. Oh, nice! <laughs> and it's from Ice Age. I like it. Take. Okay, so I actually don't know. I've seen this card. I just don't have this card, so I don't know it off the top of my head. Take target creature from a graveyard and put it directly into play under your control. So it's doing the same thing as your other one, Animate Dead, with a one one. I guess a 1-1 one, one counter, but it's not really saying a counter. It just says with 1 plus yeah. 1. No, Treat that creature as though it were just summon. The creature does not untap during its controller's untap phase. At the end of his or her upkeep, its controller may pay an additional 1 and 1 colorless to untap it. If Dance of the Dead is removed, bury that creature into owner's graveyard. So then you have Animate Dead, which does the same thing. In a way, um, actually, I feel like Animate Dead's a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, so you enchant any creature in any graveyard. The only difference is that creature gets minus one, minus O. It doesn't have the, um, as Dance of the Dead, you have to tap one and one black, black. to untap yeah. it. The only thing it is, there's so such a long text with this, but basically if you kill Animate Dead, the creature dies. You kill the creature, Animate Dead dies. Um, of course, because it's an yeah, enchant it just, creature. Just an aura that brings back a creature yeah. and from it your just graveyard. has one less toughness. And they're both, both kind of doing power, that. I mean. yeah. uh, and then one of the newer cards from Rivals, uh, one black and green legendary enchant aura, enchant uh, creature you control whenever an enchanted creature dies, return it to the battlefield under your control, then you flip it, and your flip is a legendary land, tap to give you any color, or three black green return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield so you have two ways 
of bringing stuff back. So you could slime, well, not slime foot, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you could uh, Moldratha <laughs> and then bring a creature back and then bring another creature back with him. Yeah, and there's a ton of, you, you want to be playing a bunch of creatures that can sacrifice themselves to be able to have that kind of go off. Um, is this my next pile i got to talk about? Um, yeah. So <laughs> This next, is a huge pile. Yeah. So, oh, well, you have your other destroy. Well, no, your, that was a sack one. So, so Shriek yeah. Ma is your way of dis, there, uh, spot there are, removal. There are three different, like, uh, keywords over the years that I found that I thought were pretty good that can give you value and still go to the graveyard, which yeah. would be Evoke. Yeah, you love and, the Evoke and guys. And I use, yeah, you use I those a do. lot. Um, but Shriekmon and Moldrifter are amazing. Are your t- those are your two main two uh, go to guys? Yeah, I, I so use Moldrif- them a lot. Moldrifter is the blue one which draws your cards. Shriekmon is the one that destroys uh, non artifact, non black creature. Um, uh, so then cum- cumulative upkeep uh, allows you to. So the two there is Mystic Remora which, and Elephant Grass. Elephant Grass. Uh, Mystic Remora basically uh, it'll draw you a card if an opponent plays a non-creature spell unless they pay four, which That's they're not going to. <laughs> yeah. So you're drawing a card off of it. But the cumulative upkeep is one, and so you you pay the upkeep once, and then you just let it die and because recast Because then it costs it. exactly the same yep. to come out again. Yeah. And then same thing with Elephant Grass. Uh, I don't remember specifically. Uh, black creatures cannot attack you. Non-black creatures cannot attack you unless their controller plays two. So it's Ghostly Prison yeah. or Propaganda. And so with the and green that's one green, and then it's, the upkeep is one again. And so you just kind of are able to go back and forth. Uh, uh, and then that. you, oh, you got the the then, Nagas, which, well, that's their Yeah, their and Exploit. Subtypes. There's a bunch of yeah. cards out there with Exploit. Uh, Sadissi I really like. I started using that couple years ago and it's it that's it's a really, a really good, solid card yeah so it has death touch exploit which means when it comes into play you may sacrifice a creature if you exploit you may search your library for a card so it's a demonic tutor demonic tutor you go search diabolic for tutor i uh, no, no, demonic tutor demonic what's the four mana one that's probably similar that's diabolic okay but what is yeah no it's demonic yeah, yeah. tutor is it's the a one tutor. that we use yeah it's, it's a black a tutor. tutor it's a, any card tutor, tutor so uh and it's three and two so you also get a creature with it and it's a four six so yeah. uh and then the blue one is when it exploits a creature return to their owner's hands all creatures god you're a douche <laughs> <laughs> this is totally for freaking no it's really good in this deck no, yeah oh it's so good in this so deck. good just with tokens <laughs> so so it says return to their owner's hands all creatures your opponents control with with toughness less than the exploited creatures toughness oh so, so oh my so Adam, adam's gonna sit here and complain here. that oh you're, you're gearing towards slime foot <laughs> but really what you should take away from this uh people out there in podcast land is plan for tokens tokens is a real strategy <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they can overrun you and so if you don't plan for it hmm. uh, you're in a lot of trouble so make sure that you do i might be scrapping my deck and just i'm gonna go the opposite and not do tokens so get <laughs> profaner of the dead and some decks yeah <laughs> i'm just saying well let's see how many people we, uh trombley has his token deck um i guess mike has his goblin red deck jeremy has Giselle, token and I deck. guess if you take Edgar with all the tokens that come with that, yep. There, but Edgar, that's a big one. Just recently, other he's than a that, jerk. <laughs> he's a fucking a good jerk. <laughs> good jerk. <laughs> it's such a good jerk. Yeah. I love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, Love there's you, a lot of masturbation jokes on this <laughs> this episode. I think I that's like the, the title. That's what the title should just be: it's is I masturbation. Hope I hope not. Um, and so again, I, I'll, I'll repeat myself with Muldrotha. You want to make sure that you have a good variety of permanents in your deck. Um, I, I'm running about four planeswalkers, and the nice thing with the planeswalkers is they can die and come back. They can die and come back, and so I'm playing. I'm not going to read all of the text here, but I'm running Karn Liberated, Vraska the Unseen, Tezzeret the Seeker, and Jace Bellerin, um, and they all have pretty good minus abilities. Well, you got your Karn you to, to remove anything, uh, any permanence. Vraska and, yeah. removes any non-land permanent. Tezzeret can go get Plus, any artifact. Vraska, isn't that the Vraska with the uh, one ones that kill a person if they hit them? The assassin? Nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that Vraska. And then Jace Bellerin, you can minus draw a card, minus draw a card, minus yeah. draw a card, replay. Yeah, it just makes sense in my mind. But yep. No, again, definitely. You can play any Planeswalkers in those colors that you want if you got them. Uh, they're they're going to work. You want the, that permanent Yeah, you type. can just kill them. It doesn't matter. They just come right back. You keep casting them. Yeah. Um, we're kind of starting to get down. Another thing about, like, if you want a little bit of flexibility in there, make sure, like, um, that reminder text at the end of Muldratha, if it has multiple permanent types, you can choose one. Mm -hmm. So artifact creatures are pretty important as well. Because then you can choose one or the other. Yep. If you have creatures. So, so or if you, you want to cast two creatures, you can cast Solemn Simulacrum from your deck or from your graveyard and another creature or vice versa or vice artifact. versa yeah and so it kind of works like that another good one to keep is like belfel strix yep, like that where it's uh one one death touch flying draw card right draw card when it enters the battlefield yep. got it black and a blue it's that's a good card because you can have it as a chump blocker and then it can keep uh, drawing cards there um, um and i think we'll oh probably... these are your game winners yeah those i are got the, the game winners, winners in hand but i got to talk about something else first yep, you got uh <laughs> so in he got the I, search for his Kanta in there. Good. And he, I think it's as Kanta. A... <laughs> Why don't you laugh? How it's as Kanta. Yeah. It sounds like you want to put a U in there. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I almost did. So as um, Kanta. But what you want to be able to do is <laughs> you're, you're going to have a bunch of uh, permanents that put themselves in the graveyard, but you want a little bit of a help and a little bit of a push as well because that's. Any card that you put into your graveyard from your library is basically like drawing a card. Oh, so you put Sadissi in here. This was one of Brood his, tyrant. his yep. uh, commanders that he used to... Do you still have this deck? Uh, it's technically taken apart for this. Oh, really? At this point, yeah. The whole deck, or you just... Or well, you I, use still, lots I of still parts? have the cards. That, yeah, I'll, I'll switch them back and forth. So Sadissi is one black, green, blue, and when she enters the battlefield or attacks, put the top three cards of your library in your graveyard which helps for Maldratha because you want stuff in your graveyard and then exactly. you can cast those later. Uh, when one or more creature cards is put into your graveyard from your library, put a 2-2 black zombie creature token into the battlefield. And it's she's also a 3-3. Three, three. Do you want me to read all these? No, I mean, we can just name... So we have Search for Azkanta, uh, yeah, Hermit, Druid, which... Basically, okay, it mills until you get a basic land, yep. and so that can put a ton of cards into your uh, library. And then Intuition? Intuition is amazing. It's It allows you to go it search for any three cards in your library, and your opponent puts one of them in your hand, two of them go into the graveyard. It's like putting three into your hand. Ooh, and then Mind Slicer. That's a good one to get rid of people's hands. Mind Slicer. Uh, when it's put into the graveyard from play, each player discards his or her hand. And so that doesn't affect you nearly as much as, as it does everybody, everybody else. else. Yeah, I like that. Um, 
very so douchey. That's, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It, it fits you very well, Lowry. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, and then I put two kind of game enders in there. So we have Aetherflux Reservoir, which was one of my specs from a month a couple, or two yeah. ago, uh, ago. But four, four colorless. It's an artifact. Whenever you cast a spell, you gain one life for each spell that you cast that turn. You can pay 50 life to do 50 damage to a player or to a creature. And then Emrakul. Oh, go ahead. You want to talk well, about? So let's talk about Aetherflux. The reason why I have Aetherflux in there is it, that was a late addition. But whenever I found that I could actually have a turn with Meldrotha, I was playing three or four spells. Yeah, it makes sense. Because I mean, you're mono ramping like crazy, so you should have a ton of mana out there. Yep. And your enchantments, your permanents in your graveyard are from what I'm seeing, are typically low casting costs. And that's, yeah, that's the other thing. I want to be able to cast th- two to four spells per turn to get that value with Maldrotha. And then not only that, then you have the stuff in your hand that you can cast on top of that. So, yeah, I, I dig that a lot. Is that your only, I, I think that's the only life gain I saw on Correct. It? Yeah, I did take out some other life gain stuff um, that just weren't going to work nearly as much. No, I mean, that's... There's uh, one that I, I kind of want to put back in is Erebos' Whip. It gives all your creatures lifelink, oh, yeah. and then you can pay two and two black, tap it, and bring a creature back from your graveyard, gets haste, and then you exile it. Uh, so that's an exile. And it's a legendary artifact and enchantment, though. So like, it What has, if you subbed in that um, land that gives all your... It's two white and black or it's, white? yeah oh, it's white and black yeah, yeah it. i can't do that yeah never mind i uh, mean i could but <laughs> yeah, you're, you're playing cheater. for some reason yeah. uh and then we finished this off yeah. with Emmercool, the promise end uh 13 legendary creature eldrazi 13 13 uh it costs one less for each card type among cards in your graveyard so that's freaking awesome it's playing right into Muldrotha. uh when you cast Emrakul, you basically take over somebody's turn they do get to have a turn after that so you're kind of giving them two turns but you can fuck shit up yeah yeah you can mess (laughs) stuff up especially in a multiplayer uh, game i attack you over here but when we're one-on-one this might be a little difficult kind of uh you can set it up i'll let you attack with Uh, slime foot and i'll kill it and then i'll kill the rest of your tokens (laughs) and then it's flying trample protection from instance which is pretty sweet because then you don't get removed with swords of plowsh no that's the sorcery um no swords plowsher is instant it is yeah Yeah, path to exile any of that stuff so nice yay i don't like all the token well, you, hate again. You gotta, Hater. you gotta, you, you gotta be ready for tokens. You gotta be ready for a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Slimefoot's yeah. in trouble, though. Yeah, uh, I have. Well, to give you a kind of an idea, mine is dealing with a lot of sack stuff too. So, kind of similar with stuff like that. Uh, what I'm working on right now, it's not the final stuff. I have the narrowing down, but it is you doing the whole thing that I've done before. before. I destroy you. Where it's sacking my stuff and making you sack stuff. Which yeah, I had is, a feeling that yeah. was going to happen. <laughs> Damn so that's the idea, but um, it, it's still going to be tough because even though you're sacking your stuff, you're going to be able to bring stuff back if I don't get Maldrotha out of there. So Yeah, you need to be able to sacrifice enough. But you know how I, my play style isn't to target necessarily people. It's to make them target themselves to get around that. Yeah. Because we do have a lot of people that have like... I mean, everybody plays Everybody plays and, boots and greaves yeah. and... It's it just makes sense. So, but yeah, that'll do it for what? What do we want to call that I segment? Think that's do kind it? of a commander spotlight. Yeah, that was a commander spotlight. So that's that was similar. I like it. I'm very interested to see how that goes. We're gonna be doing 
1v1s first just because of timing and this month is very very busy so we'll, yeah we'll be playing those when we get together with our big group we got to put that on the the calendar here um and then we'll see how it runs i'll probably run mine the whole time just to see get how it goes test runs yeah, with yeah. all different decks but it'll be cool to see 1v1 how it goes um so now we get into our what do we call it what was it again i think it's command debaters <laughs> That works better. Command debaters. Command debaters. Yeah. Smith baiters. Command debaters. That just sounds way too gross. I think com <laughs> commander. But you know, this won't be like a a continuing segment necessarily. It I could. Mean, I guess. I mean, we just want you're to... just gonna get upset because I win this segment, <laughs> yeah. and then you're gonna want to find a different. So Larry and win. I have had uh, discussions about uh, infect. Now, um, do you go ahead and say you're part of why well, you okay, dislike so infect? Well, okay. So first off. Infect uh, is a, a rule across all. Um, you get it, uh, that which uh, whenever you're dealt, dealt damage by a creature with Infect, you get poison counters. If you have 10 poison counters or more, you lose the game. Lose the game. game over. Now, the problem that I have initially with poison and Infect in general um, is that your, your life total of when infect was created was for modern or standard or whatever which is 20 life mm -hmm. commander is 40 life and so in my mind you should be increasing it's the infect the as well infect it, I, I don't have an exact number because nobody agrees with me <laughs> but it in my mind it's 15 or 20 infect as well um, see but the, like doubling the, the, it. my thought with that is yeah you have 40 life but Unless you're building an infect deck, I understand that part. Remember, I built my infect deck mm -hmm. and I played it like twice, and then I never played it again because it because, wasn't fun. Well, makes it was sense. Fun winning, no, <laughs> but to have everything infect, yes, it does make the game go fast. Even in modern, I mean, I, I think infect is making a comeback right now. People are building decks like that because it is having that life is a lot. I see what your argument is. But my argument with that whole thing was you need a way to kill somebody that isn't, you know, somebody that's gaining a ton of life. We've got yeah. to many games where somebody has, like, 500 life. And, or... that's, and that's where I am would say, like, I've never said get rid of poison. I would just increase it to make it more. I, I don't think that poison should be more powerful than commander damage. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you're playing a – see, this is where I – go a little different is that you don't always have those commanders that like for example your Mildratha is not going to kill somebody commander damage i don't know if that's accurate <laughs> there, i didn't see many stuff in there that's going to be pumping your Mildratha up you know but like, he's a six six so all i, I guess have to it do is, is get pretty strong yeah three, but, but you know what i'm saying if you're playing yeah. decks that the the power of the commander is one two three they're not going to kill four people with your commander damage but it, then the argument of you have one player at 500, but you got to worry about everybody else. I, I think you then everybody's ganging up on 500 life guy, and so well, you're worried if about it's commander down damage to that, there. Yeah, but then if you if it comes down to it's just you and that person left, it's nice to have that. The life doesn't matter for it knocks it out. You know, it's another option to kill somebody. 15 is going to be a lot. 15, 20, whatever you want to have it at. I just feel like that's a lot tougher to have it, you know. Um, 
And to I kill think, somebody. I, I kind of think that's how it should be. I don't think it should be easy to win a game of Magic no, when no. somebody's at 500. But I mean, you shouldn't just be able to go, ah, I got this card, I'm going to kill you. How often does it? we actually see the games end with Infect, though? More than I would want. <laughs> Which is like once. He doesn't like it when it's one time. Because <laughs> I honestly, I, have, I don't remember a game in the last two years that is well no 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 i probably triumph of the horse triumph of the horse three people at one time but that's 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 the one card that i say that i like using to finish the game you get enough whatever i mean that's one of the cards we were going to talk about in this um but that's how decks work is your combo is like that's most of the time how i win games is it's one turn and i go all right, kill everybody with all this damage. I'm sacking this, you know, my uh, sure. Mazarek deck or whatever. But and but you can. There's plenty of steps that lead up to you kind of comboing out and killing. Same the with him table. being able to kill everybody at once with the because he had to get the, the tokens out enough and. But that's over a it. bunch of turns. To whereas like with Mazarek, you're kind of like okay, I'm gonna put four Scion tokens out. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Get all of these tokens on there. I'm going to create a couple more. Sacrifice a little bit more. Sacrifice some lands. You see how it's more of like an engine going boom, 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 boom. Instead, in my mind, Triumph of the Hordes is a card that's almost better than like Insurrection or, you know, where it just takes everybody's creatures and then you kill oh. everybody. Well, I guess it's, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. It's cheaper and you get around the life thing, which exactly. is what I like. And so, um, like, I almost think It's Green's game winner. <laughs> Although you have Crater of Behemoth, which is Green... For the most part, greens. Game yeah, winner. yeah. It's Triumph of the Hordes is almost basically better than uh, Crater Hoof Behemoth. Yeah, in a way. Because I it, don't think it is in a way because Crater Hoof uh, against a five hundred life guy. Yeah, does you're nothing. not doing anything. Yeah. No, it, I, it's that's why I try. It, that's why it's going up in price. Sure. Because <laughs> people yeah. are using it, and it's in. Oh, I should even check that. It's in quite it's, a few it's decks. It's something over like six, seven dollars right now. Oh, I, yeah, I was more thinking of oh, how, many how many decks, decks? are you? Yeah, it's it. in a ton of decks yeah. too. I mean, because it's it to have that option. That's why I like is like I don't stack my decks with these. Like I normally have one if I have that, but it has to fit the color because which ones are we kind of talking about here? We have Blightsteel Colossus is your artifact that can go in everything. And that can go but in I don't everything. Put it in a, everything a, but you can. It's, yeah. But what I was saying is like I don't put it's that indestructible in. and it's a uh, like 11, 11 12, 12 in fact so like I've had that is that mine I've seen it happen where it's backfired because somebody did bribery or something got it uh-huh. out of their deck and used it um, so then you have triumph of the hordes which is green uh, we've talked about that Skitherex, the blight dragon which is the black that's the one I used as my yep. commander four four you can give it haste. That I only have, I think that might be in my dragon deck, but I don't play that enough where I don't remember if that's in there anymore or not. Uh, then you have Glistening Oil. Okay, so then these last three fit in with my um, Necrosar deck. So sure. it's the drawing. Um, so you have Glistening Oil, which gives a, a creature, creature in fact. Uh, so then you that's the whole thing with Necrosar is then you... That's how I wipe people out yeah. with that, but that's with drawing. That's a little tougher than. And actually, and that's I'm actually, Nekasar the Mind Razor is probably the one spot where I'm okay with dying from Infect, because you actually got to work at it. Mm-hmm. It's Infect. Uh, I need to wheel and then probably wheel one more time or wait a couple of turns while everybody's trying to draw or like that ends up drawing more cards. It's not a you're saying like, die that turn necessarily from exactly. attacks from yeah. tokens. Yeah, and that's, and I'm still not like super happy about it, but 
Nekasar is, um, if you're not like wheeling, wheeling, wheeling to just deal a ton of damage to everybody, it, it is a good alternative way because I have seen Nekasar being a lot tougher to win with. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I'm, I guess I'm okay with the commander maybe getting it to make it a little bit more powerful or a little bit more user-friendly with it. Where would you be happy with the the infect damage? Because I have a feeling that if you went to 15, then after about a year, you'd be like, that, I think it needs to be at least 20. It's got to be I, half I, your life. Well, I would say 15 to 20, um, somewhere in there. Because life doubled from 20 to 40. Uh, poison did nothing. In my mind, poison shouldn't more than double. I, I, I would think that. But... I, again, but, I, but I don't, then I don't think, think you need as... to adjust everything for Commander. You know, that's just the, how they did the the rules for the life. You know, if you go and adjust everything for Commander, you know, I know you're saying that because they raised your life and all that, it was just a different format. You don't need to raise change everything about how magic is played. You get what I'm saying? No. <laughs> I'm. What it's I'm a different is... format, and you have different ways of playing the game you have plenty of different rules and restrictions the only thing that really changed is you gain you went up to 40 life well you also have you have commander damage but that was an added that was an added thing that wasn't a rule change it was an added way of dying well that's a new way of dying yeah um and then you also you know you have your deck (laughs) you have your added deck restrictions of the colors can only be within that uh the color identity of your commander there there are plenty of rules that were made up for commander and no, changed. but you're not changed. It's well, just it's an added rule. So you're, the only change is your life really got changed from your starting life. How uh, you start a game of magic, you start with twenty life normally with every other format except for commander. Except now, brawl is also changed to thirty. Yep. So then, would brawl be fifteen? Is when in your mind then too, or how would that all work then? Well, they don't have infects, so they'd have to go back to that. But uh, I don't know if they would change that or not. Yeah, it, it just it really does depend on what they plan on doing. Now, have you heard anybody else make these complaints, or is this more of you? This is me. <laughs> that's what, well, that's what is, I'm wondering. I was like, do you have me. a backing of anybody else making? Because I, I have, haven't heard anything else. I have nobody on my side. <laughs> Because I'd like to hear it. I, I honestly if, would. Like, I like your arguments with it, but uh, my my only point with the whole thing is like, just having another alternate way of dying. We don't see infect a lot with our games. Triumph of the Horde is our biggest thing, and that's more recent that people are starting to use that more and more. Larry has notes to argue. Yep. Right. <laughs> so one other thing that uh, I would like, or or like so. The other major problem that I have with poison is there isn't any way to deal with it. There's no interaction with it other than blocking those creatures. You mean you're to get rid of the counters? Correct. You have leeches, which is that's your favorite card. It's, it's an <laughs> like it's a very corner case card that you wouldn't play pretty much unless you know you're going against uh, a poison deck. So I would just say it depends on your play group because the thing is. I know we got killed by Triumph of the Horde recently, but that's one game out of whatever. You know, it's not like this happens every single time. But if sure. it starts to happen every single time, then, yeah, maybe it does become an issue of whatever. But people aren't playing with it necessarily. And then, actually, with Tr- with Trombley's case, um, I would start to look out for that. You know, not look out, but, you know, 
get worried when that's he has the land sure. for you know and be like oh crap he has too many creatures where he's gonna wipe us all out uh, but it still is one card out of a hundred cards that he has to draw unless he goes and searches for it which that's what we've been trying to do lately is Larry's well, deck here didn't like have many we, tutors yeah me I know. as in everybody else is not no 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 thing. but me and you is we're not trying to get the the tutoring as much yeah. lately with the new decks we built so like Larry's deck there from what I saw you had two tutors two yeah two intuition tutors? and yeah. the sedisi which we normally run quite a bit more than that. Yeah, yeah. like six or seven or something like that so I I guess I would just say if our play group started playing with all the time then yeah maybe well i think the other thing is like when it's a spell i think it's a bigger problem too than just the creatures uh the, i think the creatures are costed properly from the scars of mirrodin block mm -hmm. because they're they're like they're like one extra mana so they're a little bit slower i i think the problem comes in with the spells um that are giving uh just like bonuses to a big beefy creature or triumph of the hordes that gives multiple creatures infect because there it's really it's a lot harder to deal with them in my mind other than if you're running a ton of counter spells yeah and if you don't have a counter spell up and ready for it it's kind of just game yeah but then it's the same thing um I, I guess it's green is that's what you got to worry about is triumph of the hordes and creator of behemoth are the two things that are gonna game win there and it's just the same thing when you're playing a blue deck i, I always I, if there's seven mana sitting up that they're and, they're, and they Cyclonic let the turn go yeah yep. you know that's coming and that's almost a game winner it, it's a little less well, it's but pretty it, much it's, a game winner, yeah. yeah if you're late in the game and you have the control that's probably coming so it's i just feel like it's a, an interesting threat to think about that yeah you can be wiped out and sometimes i just want the fucking games to end at that point <laughs> just when it's all out, kill us all. Okay, as long as you're not just killing one person, and then you got to sit for freaking ever. I hate getting killed first with that. Yeah, that, that does suck. Five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need the games to end, Lowry. Um, I'd like to just play forever. <laughs> I, 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 like I said from before, I, I do get what you're saying, but I don't think that we play infect enough to have it be a problem yeah so i'm just gonna sit down and make a swamp mosquito deck and clone <laughs> them and just deal a no damage and all poison <laughs> just do it <laughs> one black one colorless no one removal. flyer whenever it's not blocked deal that opponent gets a poison counter <laughs> alliances get some you go get it i loved that card when i was a kid I do remember you playing that. So you can play with it when you're a kid, but as an adult, no. Yeah, it's called knowing it's child's better. play. It's, yeah. <laughs> I know better now not to play with poison. Mr. Yuck Sticker. <laughs> so do, what do we conclude with that? I Lowry mean, wins. <laughs> Lowry wins. I, I would say, like I was just saying, is it depends on your play group. If your play group is playing Infect like crazy and it's just not fun, then get rid of it. But, I mean... It. It's it's green is your one that you really have to worry about green and I black. Think black. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few crappy black creatures. That well, there, I mean, like I'm not even a huge fan of like okay, so Atraxa as a commander. If you have if you make a poison deck out of that, you all you have to do is have Atraxa on the field and it just ticks up one. When you when you proliferate at the end of the turn, it just you give everybody a poison counter. Yeah. If they have one, I mean, I understand that's slow, but if you're a poison deck, you're given more than See, one. See, now you're just giving people around. ideas to make poison decks. 
because mine doesn't have that in it. I don't think anybody else's that has no, Atraxa has plenty. that in it. Atraxa's <laughs> Lowry is, wants to make Atraxa's it. Atraxa is the second most played commander with poison. With poison? Uh, yeah. Well, I can see that, but we don't have that. We could. <laughs> see, you're it just could all happen. About, you're like, it could happen. This can happen. Yeah. This can be really bad. It doesn't happen, but... <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I, I guess it, it can conclude that is if you're if our playgroup starts playing with a ton of poison, that's how you die all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna we, quit. You're gonna quit. <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome, agree to disagree. <laughs> is that uh, how we're gonna do? This? Yeah, I, I mean that's the name of the segment. When, when in, in Rome, Rome agree. agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. A, a battle tale. Of... <laughs> uh, all right, let's move into the final segment. We got a. Uh, few smith specs smith specs of the week um larry you want to start us off with your smith specs uh okay so the first one that i think is pretty undervalued and i think is a solid card and i think a lot of people would agree with me is like necrotic ooze uh is that the one with the graveyard one where it becomes it can okay so it's yeah two black two colorless i believe it's a four three and then it gets all activated abilities of all uh creatures in the graveyard uh and so it's it's already a combo card in legacy yeah and, and so you're just talking about the regulars or are you talking about the foils with this? i think they're uh i think the regular is probably maybe a better buy the foil is about eight dollars and uh it you know if it, it does if it does get figured out in modern i think it'll shoot up but it's a great commander card uh it's it's used in uh, a couple of fringe decks in legacy um, and I think it's uh, with like Triskelion and Phyrexian Devourer, um, that kind of combos off and creates as many tokens as you want, and then you can deal a bunch of damage. So did this trigger because of the deck you were making? Because this could work with uh, Eldratha in a way, because um, you're putting stuff in your graveyard. But no, what made you think of this one? Or I just this I like on your it. List, it's, yeah, it's just on, on my list. my list of cards. Nice. So yeah, yeah. I, I could see either way going with that. I mean, your foils haven't really moved much for a while you've been six seven bucks for a few years and then your regulars are pretty much at the same yeah. actually they've been a little bit more on the rise kind slowly of very slow. slow but uh, i agree i mean it's only has one printing with it so that's quite a while ago too so yeah, yeah i like that i have one copy thank <laughs> you yeah i have like two <laughs> <laughs> go out and buy more yeah um, so then my first spec of the week, it's actually going to be kind of two specs in a way. Um, the one that I'm more talking about is the set that we just opened a few months ago, the Masters 25. They reprinted. All right, Larry, help me with this one. Mikakoro. There we go. Mikakoro. Center of the Sea, which that card, what it does is you, it's a legendary land. Uh, you can tap to give you one colorless. Or you can tap two and each player draws a card. Now, this is sitting at about, I was picking them up for about eight bucks. Um, right now, the foils are they're at eight bucks. But if you look at the original printing, they're at 50. Um, and they really did not drop in price from Masters 25 coming out. Um, and like Larry had mentioned when we talked about the Masters 25, we're getting to that two-month range after a month or two after it came out. So yeah. time to go and start, start looking at Masters 25 cards and kind of picking up. Yeah. It's about the bottom at this point. Yeah, and this one hasn't – I mean, it's gone down a little bit, but it, it stayed pretty flat with uh, where the price is. But then a similar one – actually, Lowry came up with this um, spec 
uh, about a year or two ago. Uh, but it's Gaia of Gaia Reach of Sanitarium, and it's from Eldritch Moon. Uh, I'm more focused on the foils of these bad boys. You can get them for around three dollars right now. It almost does the exact same thing as the one I was just talking about, except for when you draw a card, when each player draws a card, they also discard a card. Mm-hmm. So the idea of this one I like is if you have cards in your hand and your uh, your opponents don't, you're just making them draw a card and throw it into the graveyard. Oh, that's a good point. So I, I kind of liked that idea with it. But these are at $3, so it's kind of like your budget of that. Um, yeah, and they're both really good in Nekasar decks. Yeah. Because it just forces everybody to draw a card for a couple of uh, land taps. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I kind of like uh, Guy Reach Sanitarium almost a little bit better for graveyard decks because it allows me to get a card from my hand into, into the, the graveyard. graveyard. So, I, yeah, I, I do like both of them. Mikakoro was a much more expensive card, um, and it, it is a great card. Yeah, and, and I mean, really like, like I said, it's a fifth of the, the price of what the original printing was. Um, so, and it's getting at that time. Uh, Lowry, next card. Uh, so the next one that I would uh, do is Sigarda's Aid, which is uh, it's a one white enchantment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's whenever you cast in... Uh, or you can cast equipment and aura spells at instant speed, and whenever you cast a, an equipment, you get to attach it right away. Yep, I like that card. I've, when that came out, I immediately was picking up the regulars of that, and that's been kind yeah, of on a steady rise. Going up, it's. I think it's a great commander card because mm-hmm. there's a bunch more like expensive equipments, and it just instantly attaches. Um, and now I would suggest the foil. I, I was actually going to tell you that in my yeah. notes of uh, I have upstairs is this is one of the cards I want to pick up here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. The foil so, version. So non-foil is about a buck twenty. Foil version is uh, in between like it's probably around three fifty. Yeah, three three fifty. Um, and so I, I would say both of those. It's I, I would say it's a commander card easily. Um, it oh, that's fit into it's some decks. used in quite a few yeah. decks. Hold on, let me check. Fifty-eight hundred decks, but I mean. They got to be playing. You want to be in an uh, equipment deck equipment deck when you're playing, so it's it, specific. But yeah, no, I definitely I like this card a lot. I mean, it's a one drop for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not a very big uh, mana investment. For it, it. I mean, you technically don't have to just do equipment. It does say auras as well. Yeah, if, if you're an aura deck, it's probably not that bad to cast it at instant speed either. Yeah, I dig it. Um, my next one is Sunbirds. Sunbirds Invocation. Now the. This one I kind of have heard on different podcasts them talking about, not as a spec necessarily. Well, I think one actually just recently talked about it as a spec, but lots of people are starting to use this card because it's uh, from Ixalan. It's one red, five colorless enchantment. Whenever you can, the basic of this, there's a lot of text to it, but when you cast a spell, you reveal the top X cards of your library, which is X is the casting cost of that spell. And then you may play a card uh, that costs X or less without paying its mana cost. So if it's like cast something of six, you get to look at the top, top six, six cards and cast something of six or less. A non-land, I believe. Non-land, yeah. Non-land permanent. Casting. Or casting, yep. So just anything but a land and you can cast it. So you can do this multiple times. It isn't just your first spell. You can keep yeah, casting, 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 and do this. It and just it has can to be, be on, from your hand. Yep, and it can be um, on other people's turns too. So like... Oh. you can cast something on their turn and it does and do the same thing. Yeah, so it's not just your turn. I, I really like... I actually use this card in my Ramos deck. Yeah, see, I didn't even own it until I just bought the foils yeah. here, so... How does it work in that? It it just, like, generates so much, like, tokens for Ramos. Like, 
um, because you're casting the spell from Sunbird's Invocation as well. Yeah. And so whenever you cast a colored spell, Ramos will gain a 1-1 counter for each of its colors. And so if you're able to pop the 5 off of it, can get 10 mana, oh, yeah. then you can just like dig just deeper, keep, yeah. do multiple <laughs> spells in a crazy. turn. It's it's really powerful in that deck. Yeah, so right now the regulars are about a... You can probably get those for about a buck. And I picked up the foils for around five actually so um, yeah and i think it's a really solid um edh card yeah uh larry um so it's probably a little bit more of a pet card of mine rather than like a a smith spec or whatever but (laughs) thing in the ice Uh, Um, so it's it's an 04 uh for a, a colorless and a blue and you get three ice counters on it uh, every time you cast an instant or sorcery uh, spell, remove an ice counter. When the last ice counter is removed from Thing in the Ice, you flip it. Yep. Whenever it's flipped, you get uh, a huge... 7-8. A 7-8, and then return. Uh, you, you return all non-horror creatures to their uh, uh, controller's hand. So it does yours as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's it's slowly been going up, um, and I think it's I think it's playable in modern... Uh, as a uh, a nice control deck in my mind, I want to play like Snapcaster Mage because uh, you get double duty if yeah. it's returned to your hand anyway, um, and just a bunch of spells so that you can get the ice counter off. It gets to attack for seven when it flips. I did try to run this in the mo- one of the modern yeah. decks, the first modern decks that I made uh, recently, I should say. Uh, it works pretty well for that. I, I just, just I, think, I didn't I think have the Snapcaster. Yeah, I think it needs a different. Um, shell than what you were using. Yeah, because mine was using the prowess, um, yeah, prowess ability and, and everything. Swift spear. And yeah, and I ended up cutting it. So, But I, I think with the snapcasters is a good idea. You could definitely do some... Yeah, so I think it's a great tempo card. Yeah. And, uh, so are you thinking foil or are you thinking the regulars on I think that? any. Any version of it would be worth the buy. Yeah, because um, your, your think... regulars are probably around $4 and your foils, you could probably get the pre-release ones for 9 Yeah, yeah. Nine, nine, ten. Yeah. Uh, what or what you can kind of get the foils and pre-release foils for, and I think I think they're double-sided both worth foil. It. Yeah, double-sided foil is also going to be. It's not going to be reprinted nearly. Like the chance of it being reprinted is a lot lower as well yeah, as a double-sided card. Very nice. Um, that was your three, right? Yeah, that was my three. All right. You well, doubled up, but you you had your well, two backups. I had two. Taken. Yeah, that's all. I'm just gonna do a little story with mine. Uh, tender shit. Dr- tender shit. Tender Shoot Dryad, which is one of the the newer cards. Um, Rivals of Ixalan. It is working with um, Slimefoot, but with the um, what you call it, Brawl Standard, and with Slimefoot and regular Commander, this has started to take off. So it jumped earlier this week to like seven bucks, and as I was pulling up the podcast to get my specs up, I looked again, and now. She's sitting at seventeen. So, <laughs> so that's not something you would invest in anymore. Do you think it's pretty high for what it's yeah, worth the, at this point? I think the the top is now. So, um, when we're I, close to it's it's not going to go up to thirty. No, no, definitely. I was thinking twenty was the get out point. So we're close to that. I you think, think so. I think I might try to sell the ones I have. I did buy. Um, they're not completely out, so you can look right now. Some places might have them for seven, eight bucks, but they're drying up. Yeah, they're right. they're pretty much out of inventory. And then same thing with Mines Dilation. That one I was seeing on TCG that you could get those for a couple bucks or not a couple bucks for like twelve bucks the foil. 
but even the regulars. So this is maybe where I'm kind of focused with this is the regulars of that might be worth looking into. Um, you can probably get those for three fifty four dollars right now. Um, but the the foils jumped up to twenty. I was getting those at twelve. I, I think it's going to keep going up. I just don't know where the ceiling is on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a commander card. It's not going to go this, in anything. This else. is actually another one that I put in my Ramos deck because I can a lot easier cast yeah. it with the ten mana free. So it's uh, five and, uh, and two blue, and then it's whenever an opponent casts a spell, you reveal the top card of their library, and if it's a uh, permanent, right? Permanent. Any spell. Any spell. No oh, non land. Yeah. Non land spell. So kind of the same idea as Sunbirds, but it's. Your opponents, opponents. Yeah. so you're playing off at the top of their library as long as it's not a land and, and it is really powerful it's it's a lot of mana for me to get super excited about it but that's why commander is yeah, why yeah it, that's it's focused on this um it's kind of the same thing as zendikar's resurgent of why that one's kind of going up because people are realizing hey it's commander i can play this you know <laughs> 10 turns in and it's actually a really good card so those two are kind of if you can find them um cheaper cheaper or mind dilation do the regular on that i wouldn't jump in on tender tender shoot um for the regulars necessarily i think those, those prices are going to go bucks. down yeah. yeah those are pretty high right now for that for being a rare and just recent set not the most recent but you know the set yeah. before so, um, I think that's about it. That was my that failed oh failed my two specs. We <laughs> yeah. Did we did we hit our quota? Or I, our I, time, know, time I, quota? I, I know we're over uh, an hour. Just a little we, over. A little over. Damn okay. you, Scuba Steve! No, that's all right. We try to no. keep this around an hour because we know you know people's drive in. You got a life. You yeah. don't want to just listen <laughs> to us talk. There's a couple podcasts that are just like freaking hour really? forty, yeah. two hours. I'm like, oh man, I can't listen to that whole. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. I mean. I know that you like hearing our voices, but uh, it's maybe not as good as like Infinity Wars, which I li- watched last night. Loved it. <laughs> Name yeah. drop. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Avengers. Great. Uh, We're I didn't, I didn't probably see the good. One. I didn't see the second one. Did you so Ultron? Well, they're not. I mean, they're not technically associated with each other. They're they're all their own movies. Well, yeah, I I need to get caught up with the other ones. I just with kids with two they're, they're, two it's boys been like two I fell, years, so like fell you're just behind to, officially to watch. behind. Yeah, well, because you borrowed me Thor Ragnarok, which is recently. also a great movie. Yeah. It was a good movie, but I, I, with the two kids, it was harder to go out to movies and stuff. And yeah, I went by myself. <laughs> Loser. <Just> no, <laughs> no, it was packed. Nobody knew I was by oh, myself. Right. You you started holding the hand of the next <laughs> next person, so it made it look like you were with somebody. And they hit me. <laughs> Just play for the bit. Come on. I'm like, wanna... what bit? Why are you talking? <laughs> Get away from me. Uh, yeah. So. Cheers. Let's uh, do our end stuff. Um, yeah, uh, you can catch us at uh, on Twitter at Commander Smiths, or you can email us at commandersmiths dot at gmail dot com. God, we uh, we've screwed up the email part I know. both times. We should say dot gov <laughs> or dot org or something different. <laughs> gmail dot gov. We'll, we'll get the same amount of emails we've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. We need to spell well, it out for them. C O M M A N D E R S M I T H at G M A L G M A L E. No. <laughs> get it? Check in the mail. Uh, and then you can check out our YouTube. We'll start to get uh, more videos as we go here. But right now we have the two dueling boxes. Still don't know if we want to do battle boxes or dueling boxes. I'm kind of on the fence with no. that. Um, if anybody has any firm opinion, you can shout at us. 
Were you trying to do a masturbation thing there? No. Firm? That'd be, no. You said firm very I think you're firm. thinking really hard about this. We know the Really the, the, hard. The <laughs> Why are you winking at me? I'm <laughs> something in my eye. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, next week, hopefully, we will have our... our yeah, we'll, t- we'll talk a little bit about... Uh, how our decks went and how, how his... How uh, Madrasa slime, dominated Slimefoot. Slimefoot hate deck, you should really call that deck. That's, no. <laughs> It is not even close to geared towards killing Slimefoot. It's just uh, going to be that easy to kill Slimefoot. And then we'll do a little uh, spotlight on Slimefoot as well. So I should hopefully... I mean, I, I got to work on that this week. So we'll, yeah. we'll see that. Get your shit done. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will uh, check you guys next week after a battle of battles. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of it. We anything. really need to work on these names beforehand. <laughs> yeah. We should write it down and just off the top of our head. Battle, battle of battles. battles. <laughs> All right. That'd be like the worst uh, like fantasy novel ever. It was the battle of battles. <laughs> I hate you, Larry. <laughs> All right. That, that should do it. Thanks well, for listening, everybody. <laughs> See ya. Battle of battles. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was mid-sentence, and I was like, I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>